all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. You're listening to a podcast of Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Smile and the whole world smiles with you. While that may be an exaggeration, smiling is not only good for you, but good for others around you, too. This Friday, October the 4th, is World Smile Day. Today, we'll talk about why you need to take note and participate in this simple and cost-free special day. Let's talk about what's going on in your life. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Seems like an exaggeration, but smiling is really not only good for you, but it's really good for others around you. It improves your health, it improves your mood, and it might improve someone else's. So this Friday is October the 4th. It's World Smile Day. And I want to talk to you about why you really do need to take note of that day and think about using the premises behind World Smile Day every day. And that we all try hard to participate in, in this simple and cost-free special day. So thanks for being here with me today, me and Michelle, on this lovely Tuesday, very hot but beautiful day. We want to hear what's going on in your life, and you can share your comments and experiences, your thoughts about World Smile Day. I want to hear it at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. 
So let me tell you a little bit about how World Smile Day got started. So I think everybody knows the little round, yellow, smiley face. We all recognize that so well. It was created by a commercial artist, Harvey Ball, back in 1963. He's from Worcester, Massachusetts. And that image went on to become probably one of the most recognizable symbols of goodwill and good cheer in the whole world, right? And you'll see it pretty much around the world now. Later on in in Harvey's life, he became concerned about how that smiley face had been over-commercialized. His, his symbol now, the original meaning and intent, was really lost, he thought, in the repetition in the marketplace. A smiley face was there for a cost drop or whatever. So out of concern, he came up with the idea of World Smile Day. He thought that if we, all of us, devoted one day each year to smiles and acts of kindness throughout the world, it would do a lot of good. And so his thought was the smiley face doesn't know politics, doesn't know geography, is nothing about religion. It's just a happy face. And his idea was that, you know, let's do it for a year, uh, one, one day a year, and, and then maybe we can perpetuate what this is supposed to mean. So anyway, ever since that first World Smile Day that was held in 1999, it's continued by a foundation that was started in 2001 after he died. It's the Harvey Ball World Smile Foundation. Foundation. That's kind of a tongue twister. Hmm. So anyway, the point is smile, do an act of kindness. It doesn't have to cost anything. Just smile at somebody. Help somebody else smile. So my question to you is, um, what do you think about this? Did you experience a very simple, positive thing that someone did for you that touched you and made you smile? Or have you found that if someone smiles... Uh, you feel the need to smile back, and you do. And sometimes it makes you feel better. Um, What about hearing laughter? I um, had my little three-month-old grandson in my arms uh, this weekend and was talking to him and um, making goo-goo at him, and he started laughing out loud. And you can imagine I laughed back, and it improved my mood for the whole day. So are there some of those tiny things, little things that give you positive feedback? Was there a time in your life when you felt really down and just a simple smile or an act of kindness made you feel better? And did you think to try to pass it forward? We talk a lot about passing forward those acts of kindness. And while we're talking about it, Michelle wanted to make sure we talked about the the value of hugs and touches, because that, too, goes along with a lot of what happens to us neurochemically when somebody smiles at us, when we smile, when we laugh, when we are hugged. All of that plays a big part in our ability to feel like a good, 
well, whole person and somebody who is is really cared about. So, Dr. Butchers, yeah, you talk about that. Um, you never know, especially the students in schools now, right? Uh, with the bullying and things that are going on um, with students in today's day and age, you never know what a smile can do. Uh, just to brighten someone's day. They go to school, they're walking down the hall, and that one person smiling or saying it'll be okay and just, like you said, giving a gratitude of a hug or something, uh, it may affect and really change someone's day. You never know. It it may even change someone's life. Exactly. Um, You know, just if you think about it, if you're having a bad day in the workplace or, or in school, or in a social situation and you feel like somebody's picking on you or bullying you or things aren't going well, for somebody to walk up, put their arm around you, smile at you and say, it's really okay, come over here and let's talk, can completely change who you are, what you are, how you respond later on. And so I I want us, as we're moving along, to think about that, what like I said at at the beginning of the show, it doesn't cost anything, not a single thing. So what can we what can we do to give a little back without having to even if you have no money, you can be uh, the savior of somebody. So so call, join in at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline dot org. Um, let's talk before we go to our first break. I want to talk a little bit about um, the science behind this, because it sounds like, oh, that's so touchy-feely, right? Well, there really is science behind the fact that if you, when you smile, when you laugh, um, it really does change your neurochemicals. Um, scientists um, agree that the simple act of smiling um, can, one, make you appear more attractive to others, it lifts our mood and the mood around others. And then if you continue to smile and you make yourself laugh, that even there are more profound results. So each time you smile, you um, you really are working on making some positive changes in your brain. Um, the act of smiling, and this is real, there's science behind it, activates neural messaging. Um, so what it does, it smiling activates the release and laughing even more so the release of neuropeptides. Those are uh, tiny molecules that allow our neurons to communicate with each other. So they facilitate messaging to the whole body when we're happy or sad or angry or depressed. So if you smile and laugh, the neurotransmitters or those neural peptides that are released are the feel-good neurotransmitters that we've talked about before on radio. Dopamine, endorphins, serotonin. We talk a lot about how necessary those are 
um, to make you have a good mood and not feel depressed and not feel anxious. So if you feel a little anxious or maybe a little sad, if you can do something or have someone help you smile through or, or create a laugh, then it will release those neuropeptides, those neural transmitters, um, dopamine, endorphins, serotonin, and help help you feel better. So it doesn't just relax your body, but it lowers that heart rate and blood pressure. And what about yeah. those frown lines, ladies? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I heard, and doctor, you can uh, tell me if this is real research or not, but uh, smiling helps you look younger. Yes. And those frown lines will actually, those lines when you're looking down and frowning, they'll start to um, stay on your face. Yep. So the more you smile, the younger you will look. Yeah. And feel. And feel. Yeah, those number 11s that women hate so much. Um, yeah, if you smile, you don't make those. You may make some happy creases on the sides of your mouth, but that's a good thing. And, you know, if you look at people who smile a lot, you can see the the smile creases versus the frown creases much more attractive, much more attractive. And so what we'll do is go on to our first break. And when we come back, I'll talk to you about some of the scientific studies that have looked exactly at how people view you if you have a brighter face rather than a frown. This is Relatively Speaking. I want you to join us. Call one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. We're talking about the benefit of smiling and laughing on your health. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back and thanks for listening. Today we're talking about that smile and how valuable it is. Releases endorphins, acts as a natural pain reliever. Did you know that? If you smile and have a positive mood, that pain can be lessened. Not not 100% will it go away. But if that positive endorphin release happens, if laughter is there, many times people who are having chronic pain feel better. Another thing. So let's go on to the phones. I want to hear from Ruby in Tuscaloosa, who's called in to talk to us about what she does at the workplace. Hi, Ruby. Thanks for calling. Great. Thank you. Yes. I I wanted to comment 
that I feel like it's part of my responsibility as a manager to put on a smile before I walk out among my coworkers and give them that smile. And it's not a fake smile because it makes me feel good too. So um, I just feel like it's part of my responsibility to spread some joy. Sometimes it can be the only smile that a person will get during the day, especially when I'm out in, in production plants, uh, people who are working on the line. Um, you know, there's not a lot to smile about sometimes, and a smile from a from a manager can make their day. And I feel like it's part of my responsibility to do that, and I hope others do too. I hope so too, Ruby. That's a really excellent um, supervisor that you are. If you think about it, if you if you walk in and greet people with a flat face, a flat affect, and act like you are not really happy to see them or anybody else, can you imagine how that would set the stage for the day? Not so good. And I've experienced that. Have you? Yeah? Yes. And, and, I, and it wasn't fun, and I just, I'm determined not to let that happen with me. Good for you, and and you know what? I bet your coworkers love you for that, and um, I bet that would make. I'm sure there are many studies about that. I was going to talk a little bit about uh, the how people view individuals with smiles, um, but I imagine there's some workplace um, research that I did not see that would probably document if you have a supervisor who is a positive, happy, smiling person, um, you get more out of workers than you do from someone who is negative. Uh, I would betcha. So um, thanks, Ruby, for that call. I wonder um, if others of you out there have maybe experienced it from a supervisor uh, like Ruby, who's been very positive and makes you want to work harder for them, or... On the flip side, have you had a supervisor who perhaps was um, often walking in without that smile and maybe it had nothing to do with you, maybe it came from home, but if someone walks in with a frown on their face, does it feel like it might set the stage for the day? I suspect it does. Uh, again, I'd like to hear from you to tell your story about how you use it, perhaps, at home or in the workplace, or or maybe how others have used it for or against you. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 I know a few years ago I... Um, when, when we were going through a little bit of a difficult time in my office, this is many years ago, I would, um, before work, find some little corny joke to tell when I came in. And sometimes people were really laughing at me for my ridiculous jokes. But it really did start the day sort of on a funny, positive manner. And I know on this radio, Kevin Farrell, who is our call screener today, does puns for the day. And sometimes they really are so corny, but they make us laugh. And so that's what that's what we need to try to do is help each other as we are moving through life to to see things more in a positive thing and to help us. You know, we we spent a whole month talking about suicide prevention um, last month. Right. 
and and you know that's such a serious topic but if you think about it how can we make things better for people smile at them do these little random acts of kindness take a coworker a latte if that's what they love or maybe a cookie that maybe makes them smile or perhaps just walk up to them and say golly i love the color you have on today you know, you can give a genuine compliment that's in your brain, but you forget to say it out loud, right? Sometimes, Dr. Buttress, giving that sense of that smile, that hug, giving that little happy is not for that person. It's for you as well. We talk about gratitude and how gratitude helps you. When you do something nice for someone, when you do a spe- little special little secret Santa gift or, you know, it doesn't have to be during the holiday season, but just a little gift... That helps you as well. So not to say it's a selfish act, but gratitude keeps you alive longer. When you smile at someone, the smiling is helping you. So it's twofold. Like you said, it's a win-win. You're helping someone to feel better, and you're also feeling better when you do something nice for someone. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I've told this on radio before, but... um, uh, about three years ago, I was walking into the hospital, and I don't know, I had a happy thought on my face, and I had a smile, and this woman was walking out of the hospital, and um, she looked up at me, and I smiled, and I said, good morning, and um, and I walked past, and she said, ma'am, and I turned around and I said, yeah. And she said, I just wanted to thank you for that smile because I've had a terrible time in the hospital this weekend with my husband, and that smile made me feel so much better. <laughs> and all it was was just a smile. And I thanked her profusely for thanking me for the smile. I said, that'll make me smile more. So <laughs> anyway, let's go back to the phones. We have... Uh, Carol in Hattiesburg. Hi, Carol. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm loving this show. And Thank I just you. Wanted to, I just wanted to tell you there's something I have done for years. And um, like if I'm feeling low or just a little bit um, sluggish, I just start laughing. And even if I'm in the car or I'm home, you just start laughing out loud. And of course, if anybody can see you, they'll think you're crazy, but <laughs> you will sure end up feeling better. That's that's a good remedy for me. That is such, you know, and Carol, so how do you make yourself laugh? Tell me what you do. I just go. <laughs> 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 and, the first, you know, you're not forcing it. The first thing you know, you're just laughing, just um just like if you hear someone else laughing and it causes you to laugh. And it causes, I don't know if you noticed, but I just laughed when you started laughing. And that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly true. And I bet some of our listeners are at home at least smiling if they're not laughing. Because well, it, I hope they try it. <laughs> Well, that's a really good point, and especially if you can contr- if you can take control of yourself 
to do that. I think that's part of the mindfulness training. Center yourself in the moment. And sometimes, Carol, I don't know if you've done this before, but sometimes things are so going wrong in such a ridiculous manner that if you just stop and think about how ridiculously bad things are, it's almost laughable. And then to sit back and laugh. And I know, yeah, yeah. And and in our office, we are working on a a big grant that's we we are very excited about to improve child behavioral health. And and but there have been some times when things just were so difficult to move forward that it turned into uh, a laughable thing, and it made it almost. More fun because we just laugh at the ridiculousness of things sometimes. So, good advice. My husband and I, sometimes when we would be having a silly argument, we would just stop and think, listen to how we sound, and we just start (laughs) laughing. And so, you know, the humor... Uh, the humor in life is so important to see. And one other point I wanted to make, I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt uh, that said that, she said, I, I'm not a really uh, beautiful woman, but when I smile, it's like a facelift. And yes. I thought, okay, I remembered that because I'm 77, and so I smile a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. Anyway, I'm enjoying your show. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. Okay, why don't we go on to Sue in Beaumont. Hi, Sue. Hi. I'd like to tell you about the best boss I ever had. Love it. Her name was Charlotte Mills, and she she was the head of the Home Health Agency where I worked. And this woman had the kind of personality she could, if she said, I want you to walk across this bed of coal. You say, I'll happily do it. You just get your shoes off and go walk across. She, she was just that kind of person, like they said, like General MacArthur was, you know, that would do anything. Right. Anything, you, anything that she asked, you would just be happy to do it. She just had that kind of personality. How did she do that, though? She would just come to talk to you, and she, she would just sit down there and talk to you, like, in a friendly manner, and just anything she asked you, you could do it. It was just something about her personality that was a wonderful boss. She yeah. was just great. So she and valued I, you, and you felt valued um, in the fact that she would come and talk to you and look at you instead yeah. of ordering exactly. you to do something, right? She had the ability to, if she asked somebody what she asked, you'd be happy and willing to do it. Yeah. And every time I see her now in person, I always tell you, the best boss I ever had. <laughs> And do you know how good that makes her feel? Um, So, again, that that sort of pay forward, you now are probably enhancing her life because, you know, she may be older, she may be retired, and to hear how valuable she was to you, um, I think, would make a huge difference. I know I, when I have patients stop me and thank me, for whatever, um, it is so, so wonderful. It makes me feel so good that I felt like maybe I did make a difference because sometimes work is tough and um, you never know if you're really making a difference or not, right? So it's good to hear. And uh, I, I just wanted to mention her name because she was just the greatest boss, the best boss I ever had in my whole life, and I, I just love her to pieces. Well, I hope and- she heard you. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Thanks so much, Sue, for that. 
So, so how has smiling affected you? How has it affected your body? Um, do you feel like you perhaps have been changed by someone's smile or someone's laughter? Um, do you like watching comedy shows? Do they make you feel better? Um, We'll continue to talk about the science behind this of looking better, younger, ha- and being happier. Give us a call. Join in. one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. We'll be right back. podcast. And thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and today we're talking about smiling, how smiling affects your body, how it affects others around you. I love that one. Don't worry, be happy. Wouldn't that be nice if we never had to worry about anything? But, you know, sometimes worry does nothing. And so what you have to do is is work on being happy, and it hel- it'll help you problem solve. It really will. Okay, so a couple of things uh, I want to talk about, and then we'll get to Karen and Jackson. You're, you're actually better looking when you smile. That is the truth. Eleanor Roosevelt said it, and so others have said it too. But actually, when you smile, people treat you differently. You're v- viewed as more attractive, more reliable, more relaxed, and more sincere. Isn't that interesting? A study published in the Journal of Neuropsychologia reported that seeing an attractive smiling face activates your orbital frontal cortex, the the frontal cortex where you see the region in your brain that processes the sensory rewards. Now, you see in the back of the brain, but the interpretation is in the front. The brain is so complex. But it suggests that when you view a person smiling, you actually feel rewarded. Isn't that interesting? Um Also, there was another study in uh, 2011 by researchers of um, of the 
let me see, the Face Institute that that looked at how people smile. This was out of the University of Aberdeen in, in uh, Scotland. And subjects were asked to rate smiling and attractiveness. And they found that both men and women were more attracted to images of people who made eye contact and who smiled than those who did not, even if on the good-looking attractiveness scale they were equal. If one um, one was smiling and one was not, they always, 100% of the time, chose the pleasant smiling face. All right. Well, let's go back to the phones. We have Kathy and Jackson. Hey, Kathy. Hey, um, it's Karen. Oh, Karen, I see that. Hey, Karen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure that I was actually, anyway, so I took this job about, I don't know, 25 years ago, and um, I was working for a lawyer, uh-huh. and um, I did not know that he was actually a very unpleasant sort. Um, and so I'm just usually really happy in the morning, and I'm a smiler. Uh, it's just my natural thing. Right. And so I started greeting him like that. Hey, you know, like glad to see uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. And so, um, like, we developed a rapport, and I never knew he was su- supposed to have been unpleasant. But a couple months later, I talked to one of his children on the phone, and I said, your dad is so nice. <laughs> He's such a great guy. Uh-huh. And his kid, his 40-year-old son said, there was this long pause. And he's, he is. And um, it it didn't occur to me until later that, um, that you know, that smiling at somebody who's not expecting it, who's usually a, a grumpy. He was just a grumpy, he a hated grumpy man. Lawyer. Yeah. 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 It, really kinda, it changed. The, it changed. It changed. It made him feel better, Karen. And I think I know I'm recognizing your voice, Karen, my friend. And thank you for calling in to share that. And honestly, that you are just verifying exactly what studies show that this was probably a, a by nature. It sounded like his children thought so a grumpy individual. But when you smiled at him, you probably turned his mood around. I wonder sometimes you wonder people who sort of have that perpetual scowl on their face. I think many times don't even realize it. I think what happens is it's one of those fixed positions on their face. So, yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't it be good if everybody would just sort of look in the mirror at their neutral position that they think is just their normal face and see if maybe they need to uptick those corners of their mouth just a little bit. Um, And maybe, you know, maybe he didn't like his job or wasn't happy at what he was doing. he hated it. He did, yeah. Billable, yeah, worked in private practice, had to bill every every minute, account for everything. It's just insane. And he wasn't geared that way. Yeah. He would have been great as a public servant and... Or at a nonprofit. Well, I hope maybe in his in the future he'll he'll think about doing that. But Karen, you probably made his his job much more pleasant. It sounds like you did. So, thanks for calling and sharing that. Really All appreciate right. it. All right. 
Well, let's stay on the phones. Let's go to Kathy. Now, Kathy's in Mobile. Sorry about that, Karen. Um, <laughs> so you, I think you're just getting ready to say what I wanted to talk about next. So go ahead, Kathy. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I'm right. But I totally agree with you about the facial features. I deliver meals on wheels, and, of course, most of my people are elderly. And it's amazing how when I go to somebody's room and they have that blank look on their face, and, you know, I go in very upbeat. And by the time I talk to them a minute, their whole facial features change. Uh, you know, they're just, it's just so different. And I hope, I'm 67, I hope I can remember as I get older to not let that facial feature of grumpiness and happiness be on your face. But, you know, you keep mentioning smile. You can actually smile just through your eyes. Yes. You know, it's, it's a difference. You don't have to. Some people don't like to show their teeth as they're older. It's just different. But just they could smile through their eyes. It makes the biggest difference. And I hope that's what you wanted to hear. <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to hear because it's it's absolutely true. And, um, you know, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, smiling in the animal um, kingdom versus in human beings. And you brought something up that may actually be sort of a way that we need to think about this. So um, smiling doesn't exist um, in the animal kingdom, although I will say that there are a few people who would disagree with me and say that their dogs really do smile. <laughs> but um, in the the primate population, chimpanzees probably do smile, but there is a difference in in general in the animal kingdom. My son, who has all these thousands of fun facts uh, to to know that sometimes are useless, we laugh at him. Uh, brought up the fact that. Um, in, in chimpanzees, for example, baring their teeth is a sign of aggression. And, exactly. and right. And in the in general, in the animal population. But the way it's done is typically lips are curled back, uh, teeth are fully shown and mouth is slightly open. And so um, chimpanzees smile, but they have their teeth together and their lips only slightly open, so they're not. So so that's something to remember. It doesn't have to be this huge, ridiculous smile. It can just be a kind look on your face. And I think that's what you're saying, Kathy, right? Yes. It really makes a difference when I go in. And I understand that most of them are um, housebound and don't see many people, you know, this kind of thing. Uh, but it sure makes a difference to me when I walk in and they're very happy to see me and and I'll, I try to take a moment for conversation. And, I'll, and I only have maybe two or three out of 15 that's a little grumpy. But they're not really so grumpy as their face looks grumpy. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. When you can buy that, we do just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you, Kathy. Um, and, you know, I think Kathy and Karen both brought up a couple of points that the Swedish, the Scandinavian countries tended to 
do more study on smiling than we do here in uh, in the states and maybe we need to look at it a little bit more but there was also a swedish study that was published in the scandinavian journal psychology and the subjects were shown pictures of several emotions joy anger fear and surprise and when the picture of someone smiling was presented the researchers asked the subjects who were looking at the different pictures to frown. And instead, what they found that the facial expressions of those people they were studying um, tended to imitate what they saw, not what they were told to do. So the subjects had a lot of difficulty frowning when somebody was smiling at them. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And that's true. Have thought of it? If, if someone smiles at you, you smile back without thinking. Of course, that could be a southern thing, uh, but um, no, I think it's I think it's a general thing. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, it, I think it's a wonderful thing. I love the South. I've been up north too, but I love telling people hello and they say hello back without thinking. Like, who are you? <laughs> I actually have one more delivery to make, and I know they're waiting for their lunch. Well, thank you so much for what you're doing. That talk about an act of kindness. It sounds like it's not random at all. It's very planned and you do it a lot. So we really appreciate you doing that. And I know people out there appreciate it. Okay. Well, thank you, Kathy. I think what we'll do is go to our final break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the health benefits of that smile for you and for others and what you can do to make the world better in general. Give us a call. We still have time for you. one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. Smile. We'll be right back. It drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off it. Moving so phenomenally. Come like the way we rock it. So don't stop. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
Welcome back, and thanks for listening. Happiness is in the air. We need to try hard. Even if things aren't going great for you, you can improve them by trying to put a smile on your face, maybe even a little bit of laughter. It can really turn things around sometimes. So think about that as you're moving along in life. The link between laughter, smiling and laughter, and mental health are huge. And I'll talk to you about that in just a minute. But let's go on back to the phones. We have Mikey and Mobile. Hi, Mikey. Hi, good morning. Um, it just a thought occurred to me. I am so enjoying this program. That's not the thought. But, um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, also, I want to thank you for the wonderful bumper music today, especially. Uh, I think that's Michelle. Isn't it? Michelle's awesome with the songs, I'm telling you. Um, but my comment is, um, if you really want to know what you look like when you're not smiling, here in Alabama, I don't know if it's like that in Mississippi and other states also, but they don't allow you to smile in your driver's license. <laughs> right. And so, if you know, mine is so pathetic, you know, that I, when I look at it, I have to laugh. I mean, it's just that bad, you yeah. know, it's like, and, I, and, but remind yourself, is this what I really want to walk around giving out to the world? That's a really good point. My, yeah. When I hand it to a store clerk or something, you know, to verify check or whatever, um, I I usually say, you know, it's like you can go ahead and laugh. I have to. Yeah, I don't. I don't really look like that. Yeah, my uh, passport is like that. They definitely don't want you <laughs> smiling. Um, on, on your passport, and yeah, it's pretty terrible, yeah, terrifying. You, you just, I mean, it's right there for you. Yeah, you know? and and even worse, in the next five years, it's going to be worse than that because you're going to be older. <laughs> I'm telling you, with my driver's license, when they told me not to smile, I just gave a little smirk anyway because I wanted those. <laughs> <You're bad girl. laughs> Mikey, thanks for your call. That's a really, really good comment. Well, let, let's talk now a little bit about going a little bit further. You've heard us laughing on, on air today, too, which also is very, very good for you. So um, watching a comedy show, um, watching a comedian is really good for your health. And it's been shown that um, individuals who have watched a funny movie are gone to hear a funny comedian um, come out feeling better, feeling more elated, and typically that lasts for quite a while after. So there's a pretty strong link between laughter and mental health. Laughter stops those distressing emotions. Think about it. You can't feel anxious and angry or sad when you're laughing. So like a couple of our callers said earlier, um, if you can find the humor in what's going wrong or in the fight that you and your spouse or significant other are having, uh, then sometimes you can turn um, something very negative into something where you just end up in ridiculous laughter. Laughter also helps you relax and recharge. I mentioned that it reduces stress. It can increase energy. It shifts your perspective, um, letting you see that situation maybe a little more realistically because sometimes we tend to go down a very negative rabbit hole as we are upset about something. Then we 
let our emotions pile on top of what's already happened and push it down further, as I always call it, into that proverbial ditch. And so if you can let yourself really laugh about it and see the reality of it and the more humorous perspective of it, many times it will help you get through a more difficult um, situation. Um, And often, like I said, it brings people sort of closer together. Uh, There's really a good reason why TV sitcoms use laugh tracks, because they're trying. Sometimes they can be irritating. But what they're trying to do is get... um, get you to to have the contagion of that laughter. So you're more likely to laugh about something if you're around someone who is laughing, right? So you can be that person who's going to make everybody happier. One of our earlier callers talked about how she makes it a point as a supervisor to walk in with a smile on her face um, and to remember that you may set the day of what's going on with everybody around you. So so sharing that smile, sharing humor uh, can be a lot of fun. It can be very rewarding and engaging, and it can really strengthen relationships. Um, we had Sue call in and talk about, you know, her favorite um, employer, and that was an individual who was kind and pleasant to her, not somebody who walked in and barked orders about um, something. So shared laughter can be one of the most effective tools of keeping people excited and happy and connected with you. And and again, keep in mind, it releases those endorphins. Um, it helps you feel more happy. So pass it forward. Laugh a little. Laugh a lot. Think about October the 4th, Friday, and also try to do one of those little random acts of kindness. It might be buying a cup of coffee for somebody behind you in the coffee line. It might just be opening a door for somebody who looks like they're struggling. Think about it. Do something positive. And I bet you'll feel better the whole day afterwards. And I bet the person that you did it for will feel much better um, later on, too. So, Thanks, everybody, for calling, listening. Um, I think everybody hopefully will have a wonderful day. So smile. Think about that. Just smile. And thank you, Kevin, for um, your wonderful puns that you do. And thanks for being our call screener today. Thanks so much, Michelle, for your beautiful songs that you always choose for us. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and I hope you'll join us next Tuesday at 11 for Relatively Speaking, and that you'll smile and stay tuned for NPR's Here and Now, coming up next on MPB Think Radio. Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be 